Hello, my name is David Wolfenden. I'm being joined by Adrian Turton, and we are hopefully going to lead you through some journeys of faith. If you would like to contact us, please do on email. That would be jofpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Or you can also contact us on Twitter at jofpodcast. Welcome to Journeys of Faith. Uh, we have a returning guest this evening with a bit of a twist as well, so that's always nice to hear. Um, Adrian, how's your week been? Absolutely fantastic. Um, I went from the first bike ride on Monday um, for in about six years. Um, so I was in I'm glad pain. you added that bit on. <laughs> um, so legs was in pain for a couple of days, but I blame my beautiful wife, Emma. She left the glasses and she needed them, so I had to cycle to work. So I did about ah. eight, eight and a half miles in 35 minutes. Saddle sore? Yes, very. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't be touching the bike for another two weeks. <laughs> yeah, an- another, another five years before you get back on that one. We have um, returning Elder Grell from the Church of the Latter-day Saints. I'll let him do the introductions to his colleague just so we don't mispronounce any names, etc. Welcome back, Elder Grell. Thank you. It's wonderful to be back. We're, we're happy to be here. Yeah, um, recently we had a, a change in, in the Oldham area with companionships. Um, so we always work in twos. Um, and we'll, we'll, I guess we go around the, kind of the northwest of the country. Um, every six to 12 weeks, we'll change it up a little bit, get a new companion. And... This last week we had transfers, as we call it, and Elder Hawkins, he left, and now we have Elder Jallo. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to introduce where you're from. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Elder Jallo. Of course, will do. So I I was born and raised in Portugal. So I can speak Portuguese as my first language. I After nine years, me and my family, we moved to London in England, and I've been living there ever since. So it's been 11 years now. And now I serve as a volunteer for my church, as a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, I grew up in the church. My, my family are converts. My mom served a mission too. And there's a bit about myself and my family. Well, thank you Fantastic. for joining us. So, um, where so did we... on the last conversation... Sorry, go on, Adrian. I was just about to say, I can't remember where we left it on the last conversation because it's um, my brain. So long ago? Yeah, it seems like (laughs) it, but it wasn't, was it? It was only last week. (laughs) No. I think we. I think it was just conversational last week. Um, we we talked a little about uh, about the basis, and we dispelled. I think we dispelled some of the rumours as well. Um, we discussed about uh, multiple wives, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and we kind of blew all that out of the water, which was which was good. And I think it was. I think it was a bit of an eye opener for both of us. You know, kind of how the the, the Mormon religion seems to get so distorted. And uh, my my view on the Mormon religion, I've never met such nice people. Yeah, you know I'd they, agree with they are just genuine. And the stories, and doing this podcast, I've kind of learned that um, you, you you never get any hassle with the Mormon religion and the and the the elders because they're out there to do nice things for people. Would you Would you agree with that, Elder Grell? Yeah, I mean. 
that's what we're here. We're volunteers. Uh, we're people in the community to serve. Mm -hmm. um, that's our main purpose. It is to serve people. We don't, you know, we're not paid for this. Uh, we don't get, we don't get back home and we don't get a sum of money. It's completely voluntary when we go back home. We, that's it. And we, we try to go back to our own communities and serve there as well. Just no longer as a, a missionary or a volunteer representative. Just so elder. Well, you're an elder within the church, but at home you're just Cameron. Yep, it's crazy. I'm not even. I'm not even 25 yet, and I'm an elder. <laughs> yeah, that is probably one. Well, of we the kind of discussed that last time, didn't we? Yeah. I think that is one of the things I find quite strange. I did actually spend some time this week. Um, well, actually, I say this week. I say the past two hours or so. I actually watched the devo devotional that you sent me the link to, um, and it it was really interesting to watch it, and it it's. I'm trying to find the right words because I don't want to say I disliked it because I definitely didn't dislike it. I actually enjoyed it, mm -hmm. but I, it didn't answer many questions for me, if, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It was sort of, it was nice to hear personal testimonies mm -hmm. um, and it was nice to hear the story of, um, is it President Johnson who's just moved over to the UK? You've moved over to Manchester, is it, in about the past four weeks or so? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was interesting to hear his wife's take and, and, and his story. And it, it just confused me a little bit because one of the guys uh, mentioned something and, and slapped me if I'm being stupid. Um, but it raised one, uh, one question for me because the first guy who read his testimony um, talked about um, waiting for his time in the celestial kingdom. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering if you could elaborate on that a little bit for me, because that did a bit confuse me because he, he called it heaven. Mm -hmm. But then I, I did mention last week, I do recall something, but I don't know how true it is. Hence why I want you to dispel it for me <laughs> that there is different levels of heaven, celestial, terrestrial, or is or am I being totally wrong? And if I am, I apologize. And I don't wish to offend if it's... No, you're good. Don't mm -hmm. worry. Um, and I love this. It's actually uh, what we discuss as missionaries. Um, yeah. We talk about this plan. It's called the plan of salvation. Here, I got a scripture. Do you want to yeah, talk a little bit? So this plan of salvation is just a way for us to come back and live with God one day. Uh, we, we teach this and we teach this part of our booklet that we get called the Preach My Gospel. And the Preach My Gospel is just a compilation of the doctrine that we have alongside the Bible and the Book of Mormon. We combine scriptures from both. And the, the leaders of the church gave us this booklet, which gives us the doctrine that we are out there teaching to people. And in that plan of salvation, towards the end, are the three degrees of glory, which you are mm -hmm. uh, referring to. So there's a celestial, there's the terrestrial, and there's the telestial. Yeah, absolutely. In the scriptures, it talks about, in the Bible, uh, Paul has an experience, uh, a vision, as he says. And he kind of explains a little bit about it. Um, but, he, but he mentions something about the third heaven. Right. For a lot of people, that seems, okay, that's kind of strange, uh, third heaven. Um, and it's actually in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 where it mentions it just briefly. 
second Corinthians, if I can get to it, excuse me. <laughs> now you're I just, obviously. I just, the worst part is, the funniest thing, I just read through the New Testament, like, not four weeks ago, and uh, I just finished it four weeks ago, and honestly, I'm struggling to get around. Okay, but here we are, yeah. So, and um, the first, like, couple chapter or a couple verses in the chapter, chapter 12, it says, um, I knew a man in Christ, and this is verse two, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in body, I cannot tell, or whether out of body, I cannot tell, God knoweth, such an one caught up to the third heaven. Okay, so we hear Paul, he's talking a little bit about the third heaven. Later on in Revelations, um, it talks about bodies, um, resurrected bodies, one of terrestrial, one of celestial. Um, so we believe that, well, like a lot of Christians believe that God loves us, all of us. Yeah. We're all his spirit sons and daughters. And he has provided a plan for all of us to return to him. Um, the purpose of life here on earth mm -hmm. is to see if we will be obedient to all of his commandments, to walk by faith and not so much by sight. And okay because of jesus christ and his atonement which is so crucial to this plan we will all be resurrected uh, we will all return to our our physical bodies perfected bodies now whether that means we'll return to heaven or wherever else we'll go that's different but we know that god he dwells in heaven uh it's like a tier level is kind yeah. of thing um he dwells in the celestial kingdom as we call it. And these are people who've been obedient their whole lives. They've kept the commandments, you know, they've made all the promises to God and they followed his son willingly. Um, and we're promised that we will receive eternal life, not just immortality, but eternal life, eternal happiness. You want to talk about terrestrial, celestial? Yeah, sure. So in the terrestrial kingdom, which is the one just beneath the celestial kingdom. That's for everyone else who's, it's pretty good lives, but they haven't had Christ in their lives. You know, they haven't accepted him, but they live good lives. Despite having the terrestrial glory, it doesn't mean that they're bad people at all. It just means that they didn't get the requirements to get to the celestial glory. They won't be of God, but they'll still be somewhat happy. They will be able to um, have somewhat the glory and that you get from the celestial kingdom. Yeah. It just won't be in the presence of God, and it won't be as as great as the celestial kingdom. And then we have the celestial people. These are people who remained in sin, who rejected Jesus Christ. Um, we know in the scriptures it says that we are saved through grace, and that is true. Mm -hmm. um, but it also says in the scriptures, no man can enter into the kingdom of God except he be born again. Yeah. Okay, so if we're saved, we're all saved. Um, but no man can be entered into the kingdom of heaven except we're born again, right? Yep. Well, what is this? And, well, this is the, the revelation that's been given to us. We are all saved. Um, depending on how we live life, according to our actions and deeds, according to the desires of our hearts, we will be judged. And because of Jesus Christ, taken upon him all of our sins, we're able to go into a heaven. 
Now, whether that's in the presence of God, that depends how we act and how we live. Right. And how we choose to obey God. Now, saying, you know, terrestrial and telestial, it's like, oh, we're not in the presence of God. It's, it's not as good. Um, we know that the telestial kingdom, which is the lowest degree of glory, is amazing. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. I've never seen it, but it's, it is to be better than earth now. It is to be peace and happiness and joy where we would feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, the way I've had it explained, is like if you're in a room and imagine like the light, the equivalent of the light of the stars shining in a room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's pretty bright. Yeah. But, you know, it's not enough to like make everything clear in the room. Um, then you have the moon. Imagine that the moon was in the room. That's pretty bright. That's brighter than the stars if we yeah. go out at night. Um, and, that, and that's the same thing, you know? It's, it's brighter, but it's not the best. And then we have the glory of the sun. If that was in a room, that thing would just, boom. You see everything. Yeah, yeah. And those are like the degrees of glory. We all get glory, but it depending, yeah. you know, how we live and how we act. Does that, does that kind of answer? It does. Question? Yeah, it does, definitely. Because obviously in, in my upbringing, especially in the Catholic faith, we, don't, we didn't use the word hell as such. And, and from what you're saying, and you can correct me again if I'm wrong, is basically you're saying hell doesn't exist in a sense. Is that, you know, everyone's going to get... I would some, say... Yes, to an extent. There yeah. are, there is one exception. We call this the outer darkness. These right. are for people, um, it says in the scriptures, who've denied the Holy Ghost, the unforgivable sin, the unpardonable right. sin. Um, these are for people who, you know, they've committed that atrocity. They dwell with the sons of perdition. Right. Satan. Yeah. Right. Satan has no place, no glory. And, Definitely. You know, you got to choose. <laughs> No, no, yeah, definitely. And, and, and I'm with that. And I'm glad because that just, when I was listening to the devotional bit, I was like, right, that, okay, that's one of them ones where it sort of left me going, well, what are you saying? You know, yeah, what, and, what else is there? <laughs> yeah, what else is there? And then, uh, to be honest, in the actual devotional, it was quite good because then you had a guy from Wrexham who talked about his mum passing away and he went to actually go and look at the Jehovah's Witness Church. But then mm -hmm. when they said, that's it, when you die, that is it. You, you know, there is nothing left. He, was, he, he couldn't accept that. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what brought him to yourself because he couldn't, he, he, he had a, a vision of his mum and he couldn't believe that we didn't carry on after we die. And, and to be honest, I'm sort of in that realm. I don't just think when we die, we, we're just gone. You know, I think we do exist and carry on in something i don't know what but you know, <laughs> yeah. your your uh, i'm gonna say doctrine and that's just because of where i come from in my faith we, a lot of it is doctrine that's fine they use the same phrasing right. so we'll go with yep. doctrine okay and, and i actually like that as a doctrine if that makes sense i think that's quite you know we're not necessarily <clears throat> saying you're going to hell because you didn't do this or you've done this but you're actually giving hope to people as well. 
yeah. from from my understanding of what you've just explained because as long as you truly repent of your what you've done wrong and accept the holy spirit that you can move forward rather than just stagnate in 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 a not so pleasant place yeah yeah do you, do you agree there david that yeah. i'm seeing the raised eyebrow no no i mean yeah it's it's a bit weird for me because i i, I love to hear different religions or different people's versions of what hell is and my thought process on it is that it isn't a place it's almost a mindset yeah mm -hmm. uh, one of the one that made me really smile was <clears throat> um it was a conversation and this person was for, for whatever reason they were having a conversation with one of the archangels and they said can you tell me what hell is and the archangel shows them what hell is and it's this table full of food and all people have got long arms very long arms and they can't bend them so they can't feed themselves and they're starving and they're upset and the, the guy said well this is awful quite rightly so and he says could you show me what heaven is and he and the angel says yes of course and it's, it's exactly the same picture there's a massive table with food on with people who can't bend their arms but they're all happy and smiling and the person says i don't understand i can't i can't get my head around this what why are they in purgatory why are they in hell when these people are in heaven but it's the same and then he watched and the people in heaven were feeding each other they couldn't feed themselves but they could feed each other if you look at somebody else's version of hell it might be doing tax returns yeah. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> hell is a different view yeah. yeah and i think that's i think that's another that's another side of it. and i think everybody's view of heaven is a different view yeah. i mean elder grell um, one of the things that you said that kind of stuck in my mind there was you can't um go, get to the top tier mm -hmm. unless you fully accept god you fully accept uh, the holy spirit and you accept jesus christ son of god yeah. mm -hmm. I'm, am i correct with that yeah yeah okay well, everything all the so, rules took off the boxes <laughs> yeah yeah no no i get that but you see I'm, and i'm not saying this is an issue for me but because as we said this is one of the discussions that we would like to have had with you um so anybody from the old testament i'm not naming any religions okay but we'll specifically say the old testament religions mm -hmm. they can't get to the top layer because jesus christ wasn't around at that point so they couldn't truly accept him although they may have said we know he's coming they can't physically accept him but they get their level of ha of heaven and they're happy with that level but once you accept that there is the son of god then you can move up a level is that is that fair Oh, this is my favorite part. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love this question. I love this question, though, honestly, because I, I, tell, I ask these questions to everybody we teach pretty much, because this is how I understand it. So let's go ahead and imagine everybody between the time of, okay, Adam and Eve, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, you've just muted. Come back to us. Yeah, I went. Yeah, no there you go. You're back. My, my companion has to go out for a second. That's fine. We got a phone call, so it muted. But imagine from the time of Adam and Eve. Yes. Right? Uh, nope. No, you get another call. Yeah, <laughs> you get the phone call, honestly. But how many people do you think lived throughout that period of time? Just a rough estimate. I don't know. Hundreds? Well, the, the, let, let's say five million, just as a figure. Five million, right? Okay. Um, and then we have Jesus Christ. He's born, right? Yep. And you have people around the world. Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus Christ and his apostles, they went around the Mediterranean and preached the gospel. Right? That's what we have in the Bible. How many people do you think they reached out of everybody else around the world? Well, it's, it's exponential, isn't it? Because one person tells the next person who tells the next person. Right. But, you know, let's say all these people who lived around the world never heard of Jesus Christ before, right? Maybe people from Ethiopia or, for example, maybe China, somewhere in China, or even okay. Iceland, Greenland. Gospel doesn't reach them for maybe hundreds of years. Correct. What happens to all those people who've never heard the name of Jesus Christ? Are they saved or are they damned? If they've read the Old Testament, according to my understanding of what you've said, they will get level two. Mm -hmm. Because they believe in God and they followed the commandments of God, but they can't get to the top level because they don't have Jesus. Oh, that, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. Yes, that would be true. But here's the thing. God is no respecter of persons, as we read in the Bible. There's not, there's not one people that he wants more than the other. He wants all to reach him for God yes. to love the world. Okay, so how is that fair for everybody else? That's my question. Well, if, if when you go up to level two, and I'm guessing that's your dinner, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll eat it later. We saw it come past. Don't worry about that. Um, so you get level two, and then God comes down and he says, by the way, this is my boy. Mm -hmm. And if you believe... Oh. Yeah, sorry. Just... If you be... Don't worry. If you believe that this is God's son at that point, then you must have the chance to move up a level. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the thing. Here's what we say. This plan, perfect plan for everybody. We know that no, not everybody has had the chance to accept the gospel. That is why the temples are so important. What we do is not for us in the temples. Um, what we do is for the benefit of all mankind everywhere. Right. Um, in the temple... We're able to be baptized for our deceased relatives, our ancestors, mm -hmm. people who've never had the opportunity to accept the gospel. We know that there's a place and a time appointed for all men to rise again from the dead. Um, that time is not now. Um, there, is a, there is a place called the spirit world where people, whether they be good or evil, are returned to that God who gave them life. A state of peace, a state of rest, a state of care, a rest from all their sorrows and pains. Um, in that spirit world, they have the opportunity to hear the gospel from people 
like maybe Paul, for example, or Moses, people there who are still waiting for the resurrection. These are the people who will learn about the gospel for the first time in their whole lives. Now, we come to earth, we've gained a physical body. Um, for some churches, it's required to be baptized to enter into the kingdom. For us, we feel the same. It is a commandment from God, from Jesus Christ. We follow his example, so we are baptized as well. And now, we, are, we do baptisms for the dead. Now, we don't baptize rag and bone dead bodies. Uh, let's just get that straight. Um, but two members of our church dressed in white. Yep. One of them will baptize the other on behalf, on behalf of the deceased ancestor. That way, all men everywhere has the option, the invitation to accept or reject the gospel, whether it be in this life or the next. Okay. Okay, that's, I'm just, that's just, that's heavy. A bit, yeah, it's just a bit blown me. And, yeah. and, I'm, and I was thinking of something, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it because it's not going to come out how it's meant to sound. And I'm, I'm definitely not going to do that. Yeah. But I, I don't quite understand how, yeah, that's, I don't know, you go, David, because you might actually, um, get this we've got about 10 minutes okay, left as well so, <laughs> unless okay, we can come we, we can say we can say then we can say that you can baptize my grandfather who's passed away but who who says to you i want you to baptize my grandfather or when you do this is it more of a blanket that you say everybody has this option and then in their spirit world wherever they are then they get the chance to talk to somebody who'll say look these are your options sort of scenario if you want to believe in this but surely at that point you're or you, do you know that you're dead do you do you or are you almost on a second chance with extra information yeah it's a very good question so to answer your first question about how if, if you're, for example, if, you're, if your dad died, for example, and we wanted to baptize him, we'd have to actually have permission from your family to do that. You can't just baptize anyone. We'd have to ha get your permission. Mm -hmm. And we'd have to explain to So do you do it per person or do you do it for a family line? We do it per person, yes. And we ask each, each and every family if they'd be comfortable with that. And we explain why we're doing it. And... Yeah. Um, what what and what will happen when we do it? Like for example, they'd have the chance of being in the spirit world. They have the chance to accept or reject that. Yeah, and we do it for our family. Okay. We do do it for our family lines. So mm -hmm. we will. That's why family history is very important. Yeah. In, in a church, mm -hmm. we don't just go to random. Yeah, but I mean, like, realistically, your dad. <laughs> yeah. Re realistically, then. I mean, my family, I can kind of trace it back to the 15th century. Mm -hmm. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. But once it goes beyond there, it leaves the UK and it goes into France and I've got no way to track that. Yeah. Which still leaves an awful lot of people within 1500 years, you know, even if it's four score years and 10 sort of scenario, yeah. there's an awful lot of people there. So how do you... Get all those names. Encompass. 
my family line because you can't physically do it. If you if you want to go back and back and back and back and back, you know, and I'm sure they weren't, but maybe one of my ancestors was one of the twelve. We we don't know that, mm-hmm. and there's no way we can physically tell that. Mm-hmm. So, once you go past the 15th century, can you do you have that facility almost to say, and everybody before? So, in in the Christian Church. Uh, Revelations talks about the millennium, right? Yep. A thousand years where yep. Christ will reign. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we believe mm-hmm. for those thousand years, because there are records who are lost, you know, people who lost and, and everything. Of course. Way back when. Um, obviously, there, it's not humanly possible. Um, but all things are possible through Christ. And we know this. Of course. Mm-hmm. So we know that in the thousand years, in the millennium, that's what, our, that's what we believe, is that that will be mostly dedicated for temple work, for people to receive those special ordinances, um, for records that have been lost for centuries, yeah. hundreds of years. Right. Um, and this, again, it's all, like, even on the other side, Right opportunity to accept or reject it the what we do for them that's completely up for them uh, we don't force anything we don't we so don't everybody spring <laughs> no 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 it's fine so basically everybody that's passed and let's say the year 900 mm-hmm. ad okay we've got no records so there's a batch of people there however many yeah mm-hmm. so there are people from heaven top tier Mm-hmm. who are going around basically like missionaries saying but the people who are in this other tier they can't know that they're dead well I from think, that logic surely i think everybody i think let's see everybody will know that they've moved on to like another yeah right another world i think this like there'll be know that they'll spirits and they don't have the physical body because the physical body, we see that it's left here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Me personally, what I think, I think everybody will know. Everybody will know that they're they've died, uh, whether they know that. Oh my goodness, you know this person was right, this person was right. It's up to them. Um, but the gospel is preached. It says it in First Peter chapter four. The gospel was preached to the dead. Um, during the time of Jesus Christ. So they, they might be happy with their version of heaven and not want to move forward then. Maybe that's a better explanation of it, but they have the option to, uh, to embrace yeah. Christ. I would say, because wherever you are at, because like heaven is after judgment. Yeah. Like the, the tears are after the judgment. So right. when we get judged, that's when we get to go wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, how I see it, um, because God, God is good. Yeah. God is wonderful. Um, it's like being with your parents, right? You, you want to be with them forever. Um, I don't think I really feel comfortable knowing that I've sinned and, you know, disobeyed my whole life and then being in the presence of the person who gave me all those rules. Yeah. That's, that would be... That would be uncomfortable. Everybody where they're at in their tears, I would say, degrees of glory, um, 
they would feel the most comfortable. However, God can only dwell in the celestial kingdom. You know, no unclean things. People who haven't kept the commandments, who haven't, you know, been clean through the blood of Christ. Yeah. Can't dwell with them. And that, that I feel like is a mental fire and brimstone for people. Yeah. Uh, how, how awful it could be to know that, that you could not live, you could not see, see that, see that goodness. That because if you're blind, you're always going to be blind at that level. Yeah. Guys, I want to carry on the conversation. Um, <laughs> we've literally got like two and a half minutes left unless you want me to hang up and we all come back. I'm going to make a suggestion because okay. I've got food downstairs now and these gentlemen have got yeah, yeah. food That's what, there. I'm just about what to I suggest is we kill it yeah. and we arrange another day and we carry on from this point so yeah. it becomes a proper two-parter <laughs> right. over two weeks. Are you, Are you okay with that? That, that sounds fine. good. Yeah, obviously. I'm, at, I'm, at, I'm loving good. the I'm, conversation. I'm just yeah. absolutely, and to be honest, it's, it's exactly what I want the podcast to be, but We've had a few um, people think we've been going on too long. So they've asked us to keep it around the 30 minute mark. And mm -hmm. it's like, <laughs> so I really hope we can come back. Absolutely. We'd be Definitely. incredibly down for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously there's a lot of things that we had to kind of. Yeah. We love, That's we fine. Love to talk about a little bit we're, more. We're, we're happy to oh, explore yeah, that. And I'm, you know, we're getting quite right. deep now, which is good. I think that's, I yeah. think that's where we need to go. Yeah. But yeah. being conscious yeah. of time, gentlemen, go and enjoy your takeaway and we'll arrange for another meeting. Wonderful. Sounds Thank good. you so Thank much. Thank you for very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We'll start to you soon. See ya. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Journeys of Faith. We hope you've enjoyed yourself and we hope you're enjoying your time with us. Um, if you have any feedback, comments, or would like to join us on an episode to share your story, you can email us at jofpodcast2020 at gmail.com. That's jofpodcast2020 at gmail.com. You can find us on the internet at www.jofpodcast.wordpress.com. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at JOF Podcast. And if you have anything that you do want to share with us, whether that's a comment on how we can make the podcast better or how you're actually enjoying the podcast, please do contact us as we want to make this podcast work for the people who are listening and also make it better so we need your help to do that so from myself and david thank you very much for joining us on this journey so till next time safe journey <laughs>